Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation. If you've got a second, go and follow us on Twitter at Lyle Swithenbank, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K. At Ethos Pelicans is the show. First night of the back-to-back, the homestand continues after the great win against the Bulls. Uh, we take, well, we took on the Spurs, and boy, oh boy, it um, did not go to plan. Unfortunately, the Spurs get revenge against the Pelicans after that thrashing we gave them last time on their home court and defeat us 107 to 103. Disappointing to say the least. When the Pels felt like for the majority of the game they were probably in control. It was really the last quarter that um, let us down, and yeah, it. Uh, was disappointing to say the least. Oh, I think we could have won that game. It was very winnable and, and down the stretch we didn't execute. Rebounding, getting proper inbounds, running sets, spacing, just fundamental errors that we I thought we'd outgrown. We hadn't done for for a while. And when we play well and when we win, we don't do this. But this game was just riddled with it. It, it started in the first quarter and we might as well jump quarter to quarter, uh, as we like to jump into, nice and early, and um, yeah, we we ended up winning that quarter, 32 to 22, but for the first half, it was about five to five, like five points each, it was just back and forth, we couldn't get rebounds, scrambly, couldn't make shots, both teams just looked average, and then shots started to fall, the bench came on, and we started really to move the ball. And Jose Alvarado, who was fantastic all game, really led from the front. He actually had uh, a career high with 23 points. We'll talk about that at the box score breakdown. But it, it was disappointing because you come out, all right, we get a bit of a rhythm. And you're like, okay, second quarter, let's keep that going. Instead, we let San Antonio start dictating that quarter. They get involved. They start getting offensive rebounds. We get caught doing silly fouls. And... They chip away at the lead, 36 to 25. And honestly, um, with a game that had 24 lead changes and 14 ties, uh, it, it was a real arm wrestle. And we knew the Spurs were going to come out. We weren't. We knew they weren't going to lie down again and, and cop another flogging. Uh, so, just really, really disappointing uh, that we couldn't take control of the game. Third quarter, arm wrestle again, 27 to 26 points in favour of New Orleans. And we go in all square into the last quarter. San Antonio then enter the fourth quarter and go on, I think it was a 7-0 run. And we looked 
woeful. I think we scored five points and then they went on another 7-0 run and really pulled away. Uh, and we just kept fighting back. And with time left, we get the ball back. And it was about seven seconds. We advance the ball. We don't knock off a timeout. We just run it up. CJ gets blitz, passes, hits Jose Alvarado in his shooter's pocket. He misses the shot and we lose the game. Uh, despite having the opportunity to win, uh, there was some crucial turnovers down the stretch, including a, an inbounds play. There was another one that was just off hands, that went out of bounds. And I, I'm not going to criticize the umpires in this. While, you know, they always play a factor in things like this, uh, this was execution. It was poor execution, poor defense, and there were plenty of rotations that were just missed. And when that happens, you let a team get the tail up. And as soon as people started getting their eye in, it was over. It was really disappointing, honestly. And, you know, uh, it's it's tough because you're going the first night of a back-to-back. You want to manage minutes as well, but you also need to win this game. Obviously, the Spurs are, are charging. They're right behind us uh, in the 11th spot, and they've won three straight now to, to put them only a game behind us. So really difficult to, to drop this one. And as we said, these next two games today, well, yesterday's Spurs game and then the game against the Lakers tonight um, were massive. They're, they're big games for for both the Lakers pick, obtaining that, and also playing uh, standings. You know, what would be the worst is the Spurs catch us up, we can't beat the Lakers, and, and we drop out. Ideally, we jump over the Lakers and they can fight themselves out, but... Until that situation, all of these games matter and, and you can't drop ones like that, particularly against teams that you know you can beat because you're beating them. Um, what it also does is give the Spurs the tiebreak over us. They're now 3-1 and one in the season series and have won that. So if we end up the same, well, you know, we, we fall out. We don't really want to have that. So what happened in the team-by-team team stats they shot from the field to our 44, but honestly, there was a few more free throws. They had 25 attempts, we had 19, and when we got our 19 attempts, we only hit 13 of them, 68%. We were woeful at the free throw line, leaving six there. That's your game. You you lose by four, you miss uh, six free throws. Well, the rest is history. Every other statistical character... uh, category in terms of our field goal percentage and three-pointers, we had more field goals. We hit 40 of them. We had 10 three-pointers to their seven. They only shot 26% from three. But they knocked their free throw down. 22 of 25, 88%. We, we did everything that you needed to do. Assists, we beat them 23 to 22. You know, we, we usually win when it's a bit higher than that. But they're the best assist team in the whole league. And we kept them 22. They usually average about 28. Rebounds. We got beaten. 49 total rebounds. 16 offensive rebounds. And those second chance points. Jaron Collins talked about it with Jen Hale in the broadcast at the end of the third quarter. We need to stop giving them second possessions. And that that was the big thing is by not securing the rebound, or worse, having two guys go up and knock them out of each other's hands, without that communication, well, that just gives them another chance and another opportunity to run the clock down. And and that was really uh, what happened. Uh, You know, they had more turnovers than us, 10 to 8. 
points off turnovers. They turned our 13 turnovers into 13. Uh, eight turnovers into 13 points. We only converted seven off their 10. You know, we, little things. And all credit to the Spurs for, for responding the way they did. They were, they were big time. And they knew they had to win this game, and they played like it. And we didn't. So, over at the box score, Dejounte Murray ended up having himself a cheeky triple-double. It was probably the quietest triple-double I've ever heard uh, or ever seen. 15 points, 11 rebounds, 13 assists. I didn't even know he had a triple-double until they announced it over the um, uh, broadcast. And I think everyone was bewildered as to how he'd managed to accumulate so many stats. Keldon Johnson led the way for them with 21 points, 8 rebounds. Primo, who looks about 15 years old, uh, had... 12 points, Pirtle had 12 and 11, and Richardson had 18. Off the bench was my countryman, Jock Landau, had 10 points and 7 rebounds, and he really put us to bed uh, right at the end. He was hitting threes, he was hitting putbacks, he was doing everything, and uh, what makes it worse is that he did that against my Perth Wildcats, and it brought back too many traumatic memories of us, him defeating us in uh, championships. So anyway, um, let's not go down that path. He's not my favourite person. Anyway, over to our guys. CJ McCollum had 32 points. And he's been unbelievable at scoring, just not at the right time. So in the last quarter, he passed up a few shots or he settled. And he's a certified bucket getter. I will not criticise him for being um, for doing anything wrong. He got 32 points more than anyone else on the whole court. The problem was is that he comes in the third quarter, and, he, and in the first quarter he was pretty good as well, but... Well, we needed him down the stretch. He just didn't deliver. And, you know, I'd prefer him to take that last shot instead of Jose. But I suppose you ride the hot hand. Jose was great in the last quarter. It's a, it's a predicament. And do you force a shot or do you have a good one? And, you know, it's a make or miss league, as they say, in all of these ads. Um, yeah, disappointing result. Herb Jones, really quiet one. Four points, three rebounds, two steals. And he struggled with his shot. He was all five from three, two of 11 shooting. And he was getting hammered. Like, out there, he, he was getting fouled a lot. Didn't really get to shoot too many free throws. He had one free throw attempt, which was a technical, which he missed. Um, and it, it just wasn't his night. He was getting these ridiculous calls. He got elbowed in the mouth, uh, which was pretty much identical to how he got ejected the other night. But uh, he got the blocking foul. So, I don't know. Go figure. I suppose his chin is a bit harder than... Um, Whoever the other fellow was that he whacked around the head. Uh, Valentunas had 18 and 11. He was good, but down the stretch, wasn't even on. Um, which you hate to see because he probably could have won us that game. He, he's taller than all of the other guys. He was a better scorer and um, we just didn't play through him. Jackson Hayes had a quiet one. 5.6 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals. Uh, they uh, 3 blocks, pardon me. And a couple of big blocks, which are lovely to watch. We had a they were calling it the block party the way we um, were blocking the basketball with McCollum having a block, JV, Jax had three, Graham even had one, DG, Alvarado had a block, three for Nance and one for Billy. Um, yeah, it was it was something to watch, but uh, unfortunately, you can block it, but you've got to secure that rebound, and that didn't often happen. Devontae Graham cooled off after his 30-point game, had six points, uh, a rebound and two assists, two of ten shooting, which... Was not ideal. Uh, hit a couple of threes and they were pretty much in the first quarter, I think, and didn't really do much after that. 
Uh, Jose, as we know, has just been fantastic. He played 29 minutes, which will be right up there with how many he's played um, for the whole season. Like, I think that's close to his high. But he did have a career high in points, uh, 23 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, a steal and a block, 10 of 19 shooting. And if he hits that last shot, well, you know, he's a hero in folklore. We already know he's a hero, but uh, it would have been um, something to just cap it off. So a bit of bittersweet night for him with the... The loss, but also the career high. So all credit to him and what he has put together. Larry Nance, 4.7 rebounds, 1 assist. He's still getting his feet under him. Only had three shot attempts for the whole game. Hit two of them. But uh, it, I wouldn't mind seeing the ball go through him a little bit more, getting him going, having another scorer off the bench. Because besides Jose, the next highest was Najee Marshall. He played 11 minutes, had five points. Everyone else was was less than that. Billy in 13 minutes had three points, and Trey Murphy had three. He hit a big clutch three right down the stretch, and we thought we were on, and we didn't go to him again. So, I don't know. I don't know, guys. I'll tell you what. It uh, it was a difficult one to watch, uh, particularly throwing it away, and you probably heard me on spaces. I was not impressed. Uh, it was an early start, so I slept in. I didn't get up on my Sunday morning to, to watch it live, but I... Uh, yeah, was not impressed as to how that transpired at all. Um, so, we might head to the break. I think this will be a shorter one, given that we'll have another one tomorrow with the Lakers, and we will have guests coming up this week as well. So, keep an eye out for that. I'm not going to give away who they are, but uh, they're going to be good ones. Anyway, take a break. We'll do the key takeaways, what we like, what we didn't like, and then preview this Lakers game, the must-win Lakers game, and then we'll, uh, and then we'll wrap up. So I'll be back in a second. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So, thank you to the sponsors, mybookie.ag. Use the code ETHOS when you sign up. That will give you a 100% deposit match bonus and plenty of other stuff going on over there, including casino games and... All of your betting, you can do your parlays, all the multi-bets as we call them down here. And um, yeah, treat yourself. When you're doing your punting, do it at myboogie.ag. In addition, go and check out manscaped.com. Uh, all of your shaving needs, whether that be for your face or otherwise. Uh, they've got the Lawnmower 4.0, which is their state-of-the-art technology. Go and check it out. It's got a little light and ceramic blade, which is a bit of razzle-dazzle. Use the code ethos twenty two zero numerals at the end of it. E-T-H-O-S-2-0 at checkout. That'll give you 20% off and free shipping. So we love a discount. Uh, in addition, who else are we going to check out? ExpressVPN.com. You're going to go head over to the website, check out ExpressVPN.com forward slash hoopball and get yourself an extra three months on a 12-month subscription when you go to that website, uh, it's exclusive uh, to our listeners. So go and um, check that out and get the extra three months. Protect yourself online. You can use it to uh, hide your location and all of your personal details. So go and check that out. ExpressVPN.com forward slash hoopball. 
And finally, our daily fantasy partner, who is thrivefantasy.com. Use the code ETHOS when you sign up to get yourself a 100% deposit match bonus and two or four free game tickets. Can't get that deal anywhere else, so go and check that out. ETHOS, E-T-H-O-S. That's your code when you sign up. 100% deposit match bonus. Not bad at all. It's free money. Enjoy it. So go and check that out. And uh, if you like Daily Fantasy, go and uh, have a bit of fun over there at Thrive Fantasy. And if you need some tips, check out the DFS team, DFS Today podcast as well over at Sports Ethos. They've got so many tips. They do shows every day. Uh, and you'll win money because they're pretty good at it. So thanks for listening. So, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Lyle here. We are going to do our three key takeaways from the game. Number one, Pelicans committee. Where's it gone? Has it has it disbanded after a, a really good game against the Bulls? Uh, when we play together, we win. We talked about it at the Bulls game. This really is one of those games that we let slip through our fingers. And, and when... The guys don't play together and they don't trust one another and um, don't move the ball and perhaps not left to right, but rather play on one side of the court. We don't play as well and we become too predictable, too one-dimensional. Settling for threes, turning the ball over, not defending together, not communicating. Communication seemed to be bad with the the two guys going up for rebounds throughout the night. Um Pelicans committee, we need to reassemble, get it going and uh, and play together because when the ball moves and everyone gets theirs, well, we're a better side. Key takeaway number two, understand it's the first night of a back-to-back and you want to rest guys and you want to make sure their minutes aren't too high and we managed to keep Jacks and JV and DG under 30 minutes. And, I mean, CJ played the most with 35. Well, sometimes you just need to play a couple extra minutes to win the game. And if it meant that you had to get JV back into the game with five minutes to go instead of the last few, uh, last death of the game, then so be it. You've got to have your stars in the game to win. And when, he, when they're in there, you've got to use them. Jock Landau's not as big as Jonas Valanciunas. And, and whether that's a rotational thing or... A, you know, a communication thing again, well, that needs to happen. And those rotations uh, are important and we need to play through our stars because an extra 30 seconds or two minutes is not going to hurt JV down the stretch. I can almost guarantee that him playing that last two minutes was not going to affect him tonight. Um, He's a professional athlete and these guys know how to play basketball and take care of their bodies. So, I don't know, work that out. My final key takeaway is it's just great to see Jose ball out. I'm so proud of what he's managed to put together when you think about it, you don't... We wouldn't have seen him. We wouldn't have seen this much of him had Kyra Lewis not got injured. And he's a testament to hard work, staying ready, and when you get your opportunity, to take your opportunity. You know, they moved Sadoransky, who was a backup... or brought in as a backup point guard. He did play, and he didn't really play to the best of his abilities, as we've seen him now playing well in Washington. But Jose outplayed these guys, and he and he took their spot. And all credit to him, and then you see him drop 23 points, which is just fantastic. 
and you want to cheer for him and uh, all credit to him you know he missed that last shot but we should never have been in that situation anyway uh, we should have put him to the sword at the start of the fourth but anyway congratulations to jose and uh look forward to seeing him do more against the lakers so before we wrap up we'll quickly preview tonight's game against the los angeles lakers they come to visit the smoothie king center it's a 6 p.m tip off sunday night be 7 a.m for me in the morning monday morning and uh yeah it's a tough one russell westbrook's already said that uh they're going to treat it like a playoff game lebron's been out perhaps he's coming back allegedly he's coming back for this one which yeah i mean good on him they always come back to play the bells uh, and perhaps we see Brandon Ingram. He was there watching. It'd be really good if he could uh, pull the sneakers on and, and get in the court, and hopefully against his old side, he can give him, a, give him the business because no one will be able to guard him. Uh, LeBron will have to be running both ends of the court, and it just gives us too many options. They, they'll they be in some strife trying to guard CJ, BI, Jonas. We can get someone else going. The other guys going, you know, that's what we need to see. So, uh, looking forward to them taking on. This is must win. I cannot stress it enough. We have to win this game. And we need to pull out all the stops. We need to get everyone down to the Smoothie King Center. I'm obviously a couple of thousand miles away. But get down there if you can. Support your team. Wear your Pels gear because they're saying that it's blackout the Lakers night. So you get all the discounts on concession when you're wearing your Pels gear. Don't show up in Lakers gear if you. I mean, come on. If you're from, if you're a local, support your local team. Get in there and and uh, and wear your gear and get your discounts and support the Pels because these guys have got something special. We can all see it, and uh, looking forward to tuning in and watching it tomorrow morning slash tonight for your. So, I'm going to leave it at that. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Lyle Swithenbank. You can follow the show at Ethos Pelicans. This is the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm Lyle Swithenbank. Bye for now. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.